My name is Adele Awan, and here is my topic. The reason that I chose this topic because I came to this country as a refugee, and I have a different culture. I never knew that I have to change my culture to adapt another one, but I try my best to learn how to combine both of them through the challenge that I've been through. So here is me with this picture. You can see my face is shiny. I showed this picture so to let you guys know how hard it is. But so you can see the, the sun and the shine on my face. Okay. So I came to this country. I'm from South Sudan originally. I speak Arabic, Dinka, a little bit of English. And then I came to this country in 2000. I am a mother of five. Yeah. I went to school here. I studied from Horizonte College and University, and I got my master in social work. So, as I tell you guys, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about uh, my culture. I came from the culture that, uh, especially when it comes to the women's, the education is not that important because at the end, women is property for someone else. So one day, men will come and take you. So usually, family they don't want to waste a lot of money. So boys are the important, even though women bring income at home after they get married. So I came from this culture that you cannot say no or yes. So you don't have any freedom of speech. So it was hard for me being here and then having kids, trying to raise them the same way that I was raised and start hearing my kids telling this is wrong and this is right about the culture. It's not because they don't respect my culture, it's just because the environment that we are in. I learned to adapt the culture, and what helped me the most was my education. When I went to start going to school, I started seeing a lot of different things. When I was going to school back in my country, we used to be only girls in, in the class, so we don't they don't combine usually girls and boys together, but now things are different. So it was hard for me. I used to sit all the way in the back because boys are there, even though I was married, but I, I still do that because that's where I grow, where, where I grow up. And it was hard. And like I said before, it was hard because I don't have any freedom of speech. And I'm trying to not to force. In the beginning, it was forced on my kids to follow. But at the end, I just try to be lean. At the same time, I feel like I'm neglecting my culture and losing the hope. So what helped me the most was the communication. Because uh, kids are born here. And with my husband, it's totally different. He's giving the kids freedom of speech. So he, on his side, he's from South Sudan too, but on his side, he just wants his kids to have this freedom that he never had. And he wants especially the girls have this freedom to speak up for themselves because he knows where, he doesn't know, we all doesn't know, we, don't, we all don't know where is the future gonna lead us. You don't know where you're gonna end, who you're gonna marry to, which society you're gonna be in one day. So, my kids gaining this freedom from the husband more on my side and for me trying to fighting, pulling the rope. So I find myself it's only me, nobody on my side. 
Okay, so always when we have a, when we have a discussion or something that we misunderstood each other, I always come to the point like, I'm gonna give up. I'll try working on myself to see what's wrong and how I can change. So the first thing that I found, like I said, I find I'm the only one I don't have teeth that is standing with me at home. So I start talking to myself, am I wrong? What happened to my husband? He wanna change the culture. So one day I talked to him and he's like, I'm not changing the culture, but I don't want the kids to grow up the way we grew up. That's all. And I know it will take you some time, but one day you will get it. So just take it day by day. And I try. <laughs> okay. So in my house, everybody think what they do is what. And those, all these things relate to the freedom that, of the speech that they've been gained. And then with me, I start being lean. Letting everybody just say what they have in mind. And I start being very open to learn. Because I find the only solution is just to calm myself down and to learn. Because we all are, we are all learning, by the way. But how can we come to the point that we agree? We are different, yes. But if we keep pulling the rope between each other, it's not going to help us. It will make the situation worse. And, and if the situation is getting worse, the kids are relying on that more than me. And I don't want to lose this. I want to be very close to all of them, to my family, be attached to them. So I start calming myself down and be open to learn. So the reason that I feel like there is some of my culture has been neglected is because I try to teach, I came from, um, from tribe that we always singing and dancing, and it's okay. Imagine me wa walking around the building and singing, everybody will think, ooh, she have a mental, she's going through something. But I came from this culture though, everybody's singing and dancing. So I try to teach my kids how to dance, how to sing. Dancing, it was okay, but singing was another huge thing. So I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? So I used to do it by myself, and then I found it wasn't like before anymore. Going to school, having kids, working, and come and dance, it doesn't work anymore. Or to sing. I went to the point like I can just sing on my head and not even completing the song that I'm singing or not even remembering what kind of song I was singing. So sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm losing this. Uh, but... When it comes to, that's why when, if there is any celebration you know, that is happening in the community, I would love to go. Not without the invitation, though, with the invitation. <laughs> so I don't just walk in. <laughs> and then go there, and then I feel very good. So my son told me, like, Mom, when we go to any event, you dance like crazy, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, because you guys are not helping me in this house. So when I found us, they know me and I know them and we know what we're supposed to do, so that's the only time that I need to express myself. There was thing that uh, I'm gonna talk about it quick, is one part of the sleepover. This sleepover thing was 
Kwaizi and moving out from home when the kid turned 18. It was hard. I'm glad my daughter is 20 and she's still home. But maybe because she's broke, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because she's broke, that's why. Sometimes I don't help her to get a good job, so she don't tell me I'm moving out. But it's culture that I came from. We don't have a sleepover except if it's family house. I mean, it doesn't random happen. It must be something. And not the girls, it's always the boys. And moving out age of 18 is no, 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 no. Especially with the girls. You move out when you're going to your husband's house. So here, when you come to sleep over, my kids try many times. I want to go sleep over at friend's house. There is birthday and stuff. And with me, it's like, no, it's not. I don't want this to happen. Not now. You guys are still young. And they always come back and like, we know why you're doing that. Auntie so-and-so, they let their kids to sleep over. Okay. Why you? Auntie so-and-so didn't go to school, but you, but you're still holding it. And that's where I found out education is totally different. It's not going to change you right away and take you away from your culture. So I have a hard time with the sleepover. And it took me years. I went to the point like when my daughter slept at her friend's house for the first time. I didn't sleep. I gave her my cell phone just to call. <laughs> so I called her with the video and she's like, I'm okay, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm not worried, but it's just something. I never slept out of my parents' house until I got married. So, and then moving out, age of 18, it was another thing because my sister moved out when she turned 18. And if you come to my mom's house and, and me always going to my mom, you can feel the grief. We are grieving. Deep grief, like something huge happened. She's fine, she just moved out. But for us, it's totally different. And with her, it's like, because I'm tired every day, where are you going and why are you coming late? Even though I don't come back late. And I told her, like, that's the culture that we came from. Until today, my mom still asks me, where are you and why are you late? It's not bad. And I'm married, I'm a mother of five. But it's the culture. I can't just tell my mom, don't ask me. Don't do this. I'm not going to say that because if I do, and then my mom will, I feel like my mom will, it will damage her to the point like she cannot put herself together. Because I feel like I'm the only hope that my mom have right now because I'm the only one that is still holding this culture. You know, Because my other siblings, they came when they was young. They grew up here. But I'm the only one that came when I was 18. I hate the fact that I came the same day I came, the day before I was 18, because I really want to be in high school with American students. So, so when I, we came to Salt Lake City, uh, the culture was totally different. Utah, I used to feel like culture in Utah is similar to our culture, especially when it comes to the Mormon church and the way the girls are behaving and the way that family structure. So we used to feel like very confident, like, oh, everything is good. So we're going to be fine. We're not going to hear anything from the school. There is no shame. Our kids are going to go to school. My siblings will go to school and still come back and present the same culture that we have. And especially the fact that when I see on Sunday, people are wearing very long skirt. Our dress makes me feel good. But at the end, I found like, 
even though there is this culture, but there is another culture on the side. Okay. So here I'm just giving the, I just put the, the definition between those two, uh, because they totally, they, they're different, but they work together. Yeah. So that's, um, I'm not going to read it, but I know you guys can see it. Okay. So I thought I am alone before me and my mom, but I found out all communities are facing the same issue. So I sat and talked to myself, like, what can we do? Because we don't want to, everyone, we don't want parents to lose hope. Okay. And we want this relationship between the parents and kids is still to be there because that's what matters. And we, I want the kids to understand that the parents, they love them. They just worry about them. And it's the culture that they grew up in. Nobody changed overnight. It takes time. If I'm not, if I didn't change overnight after all this education that I went through, then who else will do it? So, this is my six, my six years old son, one time he told me, Mom, uh, I want you to stand here. So I stood. And then he put the table in the middle and he took the paper. And he wrote six. And he's, he was standing here. And he told me, what is this? I said, it's nine. He's like six. I'm like nine. He's six. So I'm like, and then my 12 years old jumped in and like, okay. So this is six. And you're saying nine. I just want you to, uh, to know that we all see things in different way. So mom, come on, be nice and let me go sleep at my friend's house. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I thought you guys are downstairs watching TV. I didn't know you guys talking about me. That's why you send a little one to come on. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so you still want to, so he's like, so now what's going to happen? Because yeah, now it's nine and he's seeing it's six. So what are you going to do? I'm like, let me think about it. I will let you go to sleep over for one day and come back. He's like, when? I'm like, I will. He's like, that's it tomorrow. I'm like, then I will talk to your dad. <laughs> you know? So I really like this. Uh, after my son went down and they was watching TV, it took me time. I was cooking in the kitchen, so I stopped cooking. Thinking about it, like, ooh, what those kids are thinking about me? I don't love them. I can't understand them. I'm not giving them the freedom. Asking myself questions that I don't have answers sometimes is hard, you know? And then when I answer them, I feel like I'm judging myself. So that's why I feel like judging myself. So sometimes I just cut out some stuff, jump on top of it because I don't want to feel judging myself or putting myself down. So as a parents, uh, I just want to let everybody know if you are parents or you're not parents, uh, I just want to let you know that don't always think that you are right and don't force it to your kids because kids are very smart and we learn every day. So the same way you think you're doing the right thing, they are doing the right thing. And let's just give each other time, listen to each other, communicate. It's moral. Even though you feel like it's wrong, but just give yourself time and support them. It's better to support it right now than losing the kids there. If you don't do, one day they will grow up and move out. 
Yeah. If you don't listen to them, they're not going to come to you and talk to you about everything. And that's what I found. And that's what warned me. My daughter is 20. I told her, if you have a boyfriend, tell me. And she's like, I'll tell dad not you because you're going to talk. I'm like, I'm not going to talk. And she's like, I know you're going to tell me no boyfriend just when you bring her husband home to marry. I'm like, no, I know. We have to start from here and go here. So now my kids, they understand that I'm going to start changing. And they can see it from me. And at least like we start, we start like having this uh, communication well. And we respect our decision. So in conclusion, um, I used to do, before I started working here at Refugee Center, I used to do workshop. And always, I love talking about domestic violence and then talking about um, cultures and stuff because I know what we are going through and how hard it's holding us. And the worst part is when we sit as a group, adults group, that came from the same culture, I feel like we don't give ourselves a good feedback. We still want to force our culture. Is the fear of, if I said something like, oh, it's okay, back home, we cannot sleep over, but now you can leave your kids to go sleep over. If I, if, uh, other person will judge me. They will judge me, who knows? Maybe they will think that I'm losing the culture. I'm teaching the kids bad way. And at the same time, the worst part is we're damaging ourselves. We're not helping each other. So every time during the workshop, I always like to just add something in, talk to them how to work with their kids, trust their kids, and talk to them. Kids are very smart. They know what they know. If anything happened to them, they will tell me. But you have to build a relationship. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy to build a relationship. It's not easy to build it with your own child at home. So what do you think? You're going to make it easy to go build it outside. You need to start from home and then go outside. So that's all I, what I have for you guys today. <laughs>